This is a HeadGum Podcast. Wow. Okay, everybody. Welcome. Today, I have two guests in the weight room. And by guests, I mean one former guest upgraded to current fun co-host. We have Stevie Nelson, actor, writer, artist, host, photographer, sister, mother to dogs. Stevie motherfucking Nelson is in the house as my co-host. Shout it out, everybody. And then we also have actor, writer, director in the weight room today to tell us everything about their entire life. Ingrid Haas. (laughs) Wow, you guys, I broke a sweat. How are you guys feeling? Ooh, I'm feeling fresh. Energized. (laughs) Ready. Honestly, Mm -hmm. sassy even. (laughs) Sassy. Stevie, thank you so much for co-hosting with me. Um, I hope you got the email with all the questions I would like you to um, to bring to the table today. I, wow. I hope that's a joke. And if it's not, um, <laughs> I'm about to start doing some homework. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely a joke. I've never sent an email on Sunday in my life. Yeah, I didn't think so. It's our day of rest. It's our day of rest, wow. if we're honest. It's our day of rest. <laughs> Ingrid, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. I am so honored and flattered that you asked. Oh my gosh. This is a hot ticket, uh, hot ticket podcast. This is the only podcast I've ever had that people respond to um, (laughs) online. Can I ask what that means? um, People (laughs) have, they, they like to listen and they like to tell us about like what they, you know, kind of their experience listening to the podcast, which I have never experienced before. I love that. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. It's normally so shouting just know into a People void. are listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's normally shouting into a void. And this similar, but with more email responses. That's great. That's great. So prepare yeah. for How many some. podcasts do you have? Oh, a, a bunch in the past, you know? Uh, I'd like no one to dig those up, please. <laughs> this is the one that's taken off. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I'm delighted. I did yes. get an email of, of the list of podcasts you've been on, and I'm happy to read them. I, it, was sent, oh, it was sent last Sunday. Interesting. <laughs> not by, probably by Stanger, not me. Yeah. Um, he's a Sunday email guy. Yeah. Um, well, Ingrid, you like fitness? What's up? I just want to say I have sent a lot of emails on Sunday and I feel very bad right now. I didn't know that was a thing. It's, so it's only a thing if you make it a thing and that's you've made it a thing. That's, uh, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's why my business isn't taking off. I don't know, but I, <laughs> I'm part of your business. I am a client. I'm, that's true. I'm a hardcore client too. And it seems like your business is taking off to me. <laughs> yeah, if you got Stevie and Ingrid in your business, mm, I think you're doing quite well. You got clients oh, wanting to fist fight each other. You're doing fine. That's yeah. right. I was challenging. I'm confident that they're going to win. Yeah, exactly. I was challenging all of her clients at one point, just sort of being like, anyone want to get in a boxing ring? And honestly, yep. no takers. Too scrappy. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're scary. Yes. Yeah. Who do Absolutely. You, who do you think would win in a in a boxing match Ingrid between Stevie. Stevie and I. Yeah. I think I'd win. I've got too. more girth. I, <laughs> I don't think you'd win for that reason, but I do think you would win. I do get a, like a suspicion that you could easily hurt me. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't know if you grew up fighting your siblings, but I did. So I feel like I understand the pressure points and I know that a pinch would go far. Oh, wow. You take a little mm. bit of skin and you pinch. Yeah. They're going down. Yeah. If you have a bunch of siblings, you have two siblings, right? Yeah. Same. And your middle child. Me yes. too. Yeah. We know how to fight. We know what's up. <laughs> oh, we've had to fend for our lives. I plan it like this. This is <laughs> yeah. huge. Wait, so you okay, fought so, so you fought with your siblings. Was there any other childhood activity? <laughs> any fitness? Oh, okay. So other than <laughs> truly beating each other to a pulp. Um, Which I what think is my- counts. I think you get your heart rate up, you're sweating, you're you're I, working. Yeah. I did fight more physically with my brother who's two years younger than my sister who's four years older. I think because I knew I could probably beat him. Yeah. Until mm-hmm. there was one moment where I was like, he's stronger than me. I'm not going to try and fight him anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when you know you're going to lose, you stop fighting. It's boring. I, at least no. as smart fighters. <laughs> anyway, um, what was your original question? What is my? What did I do physically as a child? Is yeah, that or, you were a tiny yeah. kid. Were you working out? Were you pumping iron? Were you swimming? Were you soccer? I have to say, I was not athletic at all growing up. And when you asked me to be on this podcast and you said, you know, we talk about your fitness journey through life. I really sat and I thought about it. I was like, what is my fitness journey? Because as a child, I was labeled like the artsy one from so early on that I was like left out of physical activities constantly. Like my family, we were members of a tennis club and um, <laughs> big hair sweep, everybody, everybody, huge hair sweep, and, and there was very no cool hair hanging. tennis club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your hair is up yeah. in a ponytail, but you got the vibe. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. And uh, they would play doubles tennis, and I would have to sit and just like they'd give me a coloring book or something. My older sibling, my younger sibling, and my parents would play tennis constantly without me. So I developed with a very, you without you. Like there, you they all brought together you. family family <laughs> function oh middle God. child syndrome heightened wow. by this. Like this is a trauma that I still bring up sometimes. Understanding. Were you doing like? Kind of, were you like were you like the courtroom drawer of yeah this I was like situation? I loved I loved art I would color or like I don't know they like to make fun of me that I would like pick flowers which I think is very cute yeah how do you even cute. make fun of that um, that's a perfect trait that's a quality of anyone I like honestly she sees beauty in nature she's an artist but so yeah from that I just it was kind of like I think I kind of took on the attitude that they had about me. And I was like, I'm not athletic. I'm bad at sports. Um, But I definitely kept trying. But the truth is I was bad at sports. All sports? (laughs) Like, well, there was, you know, okay. So I tried track and field as a kid. Okay. I often cheated. And like (laughs) when we were doing track and field, (laughs) I would like find out what a shortcut was and then, you know, take it. Okay. I love this. Um, and then I I played soccer, but I, you know, I was picking the daisies for soccer. So Uh recreational after school soccer, I did dance, but I also like, didn't know my left and right still to Mm -hmm. this day, not super confident about it when in a pinch. (laughs) So (laughs) when learning choreography, Nightmare. Okay, yeah. Because okay, we'd have yeah. to go left, and she'd be like, Ingrid, left, left, and I'd be going right because the pressure. It, just it was gets- just like one of two. I just did instinctually just did the wrong one. I love that. <laughs> I do love that. Uh-huh. Huh. It's sad. Um, it's sad, it's- you know, but looking, looking at how far you've come, it's just like, wow. I will Amazing. say that I, I, as an adult, I've kind of tried to take back the narrative. Good. If you will. Have you done that? And become more athletic. But as a child, I was not athletic and um, arguably lazy. Wow. Um, <laughs> I wait, would say creative. I'd say trying yeah, to find workarounds. Creative. Peaceful. But just yeah. didn't like to break a sweat, really. Who does? Um, wait, when, I want to. I want to hear about how you're taking back the narrative. What are you doing? Are you doing yeah. sports that you used to? Or are you doing. What are you doing? Well, so taking back the narrative, I when I first moved to L.A. 11 years ago, I was like, I need to accomplish something because I moved to L.A. from Toronto and I knew nobody. And it was so scary. And um, I was like, I need to do something I've never done before and go from beginner to finish, like learn something and do it. And so I decided to run the LA Marathon. And Whoa. I had never run <laughs> ever in my life. What hey, are you, that's a what? big This is not what I expected. I, I expected you to be like, I've been dabbling in dance classes. Um <laughs> this is really taking this is taking back the narrative and changing the story entirely. Okay. Yeah, this yes. is a brand new narrative. Yeah. Whoa. Yes. So I would, this is 10 years ago. I joined um AIDS Project Los Angeles, which is a uh, fundraising campaign that um, you raise money with them and you train with them. And so I 
Um, yeah, I got there. I signed up. I have like at this point, I have no idea how I even found out about it. Maybe I saw a sign or something and, um, you show up on day one and they make you run and, um, to get your time. And I was like 14 miles a minute or something, something not in my age range. Like I was put in a group and it was truly all like 55 plus year olds with me yeah and I became dear friends with these people and every Saturday morning at like 6 30 I had to meet these people in Griffith Park and it was my crew and it was like seven people and we would run and we had we extended our length every Saturday so we'd start with three miles and then it was 10 miles and then whatever and then we got to um the LA marathon is 26.2 miles. And I think the last training that we did was like 23 miles in our training. And, um, yeah, I did the LA marathon. I still have the vet. Like I have the the thing. It's truly like, honestly, even talking about it right now, I could cry. Like it does feel like such an accomplishment and feeling like, I put my mind to something and I did it. And like to this day, my parents, I have chills. I have literal chills. (laughs) It's so, yeah. Like my parents made fun of me when I told them I was doing this and like, everyone was like, okay. And I did it and I did it. Hell yeah. It wasn't for anybody else. It was truly for me. And I didn't, you know, I grew up like talking to you guys. I grew up with such an athletic family. My dad ran a lot of marathons. My sister was an athlete. My brother was an athlete. Like my brother played hockey. My sister was a ballet dancer. It was a very sporty family. And to move to another country and to tell them like, I'm doing this thing that you basically told me I couldn't do and I'm going to do it was so cool. And even now to (laughs) this day, I'm still like, Oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Like the confidence of that person. Is she still in me? I don't even remember that person that well. I feel like she is is, there. Yeah, she's there and she's very alive. My thing is like, I feel like if you do that, if you run the marathon, that's all you ever have to do in your life. You never have to (laughs) do anything else. I've never run again, Um, but I did. (laughs) I did it. I I finished. I ran into the uh, Pacific Ocean. Like, the, cool. it's from downtown LA all through LA. And again, like, yeah. I had just moved to LA, so I didn't even know so much of this landscape, you know? Yeah. Like, I was running through areas in LA that I had never run in, I had never been to. Yeah. Running through Brentwood, like places that I was just like, I've lived in Los Feliz for six months. <laughs> and so yeah. I ran through all of LA. It was so cool. And then at the end, you, yeah, jump in the ocean. I jumped in the ocean. But the last mile, I'll never forget it. Like, I was running pretty slow, honestly. I did, the, I did the marathon in six hours, which, like, if you're an athlete, I think it's, like, three or four hours. Right? It would take six hours. You know? It would take me, like, three days, six. probably. Three-ish days. <laughs> but it wasn't, like, oh, pitiful. But it wasn't, like, oh, you were chugging along. It was, like, okay, yeah, you ran it. But anyway, um, I, uh, I remember that last mile is very, very hard. Yeah. And um, I was by myself at this point. I'd lost the, my friends. <laughs> and I'm hemorrhaging <laughs> friends at this point. <laughs> Left and right. I do remember like some random friends that I had made in the like set year that I'd lived in LA or whatever, like came to different parts of LA. And I was such a people pleaser. Like I stopped and chatted with people while oh, I was running the what? marathon. Like I was like, oh my God, Sandy, thank you so much for being here. Like, oh my God, you woke up just to see, this is so cool. Like, they, we'd be chatting and then they'd be like, go, keep running. And I'd be like, oh, okay, bye. Oh what? my I wasn't trying gosh. to make a time. I love you know? that so I was also much. trying to make friends. You were trying to have coffee on the sidelines. I like that. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, they woke up at such an early time to see me. And I must give them some time. But I don't think they were just coming to see me. They're like woken up by the chaos outside their house (laughs) and walked outside to see it. And I happened to see them. Yeah, it was just too loud. That's all. Yeah, they're like, what's going on? I mean, L.A. shuts down for these marathons. I love it. But I guess it hasn't happened in a few years, right? I think it came back this last year. At least this last year, for sure. Um. So that's that. Wow. And then, you know, I did been- you, I have to ask this cause I I've done Please. two half marathons. 
So I count it as one. <clears throat> yeah. Full. But I peed my pants in the first one because I heard somewhere that it was like better to just pee your pants while running than to stop running. Well, I this is somebody who stopped and chatted, so so I definitely you, took a pee if I wanted to. <laughs> okay. That's why I did it in six hours and you did a half marathon in probably one and a half hours well, or what? No, it was still a, a long time. They're cheering. But I, cause, because I started to pee, then I realized there was way more pee than I thought there was going to be. And so then I was like, I think you might need to stop and pee. And so then I did... And there was like one or two miles left. And on a, at a half marathon, they tell you your body like kind of shuts off at like mile 12. I don't know if that's true. And so I, I was trying to run the whole thing. That was like where I went wrong in my own life. And then, so at mile 12 is when I stopped to pee. And when I sat down, I'll never forget like the feeling of like all the blood like rushing through my legs. And I was yeah. like, it was like, Oh, this is amazing. And I was just like relaxing. And then when I got up to finish the last mile point, whatever I, my legs like cramped so badly that I pretty much walked and walked very slowly the last mile. And so I, my, my time was, it was like, two and a half, maybe 245 for a half marathon. So that's, you know. That's still much less than my, yeah. what mine was. But I you mean, did a, like, another whole half marathon that's at wild. the same time. I definitely <laughs> stopped yeah. and peed. Wait, so I lost, you peed your pants a little bit, but then you sat down to pee? Yes. I, in the toilet? I started to pee my pants as I was running. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is a lot. This you is a lot more stop. pee than a little dribble. Yes. I got to go to the bathroom. Yes. And so then I then I I made the decision to stop and go. Right. But I, after I'd already peed some. And so then yeah. the people that had kindly driven me uh, and was they were right. going to take me to go get pancakes afterward. I was like, I smell like pee. <laughs> Please take me home. <laughs> oh, yeah. You said man. drop me off inside the ocean. And, um, yeah, yeah you should have taken anywhere. a dip in the Pacific. Yeah. Well, it this was go. in Nashville. It was not, there was nothing. I should have had someone hose me off is what I should have done. But yeah. yeah, well, they did give us, I don't, I mean, a, I think thinks panties or whatever the period panties would be very helpful for marathon runners mm. at this point. They have a lawsuit reason. right now. Have you not heard about this? Yeah, why? I did. I did some chemicals or something. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They've got some lawsuits about chemicals, but maybe if you just wore them for a marathon, maybe you'd be fine. I, I never bought them because I thought I don't want to be sitting in period all day, whether you can feel it or not. I don't like the general idea of yeah. it. But for a marathon, I think if you're going to pee your pants, it should be in something like wow. that. Absolutely. I yeah. did not pee my pants, but I stopped to pee. And I do remember that it was the porta potty situation was dark. gnarly. In six dark, hours, yeah. I would have to pee about seven times. So did you stop seven uh -huh. times? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're sweating so much too. You're sweating so you don't much. Have to pee? Yeah. So you don't have to pee. I peed as much. once, maybe. Wow. I think I stopped to pee once. And it is sort of like the leg cramping, like you want to sit down forever, so it's almost better not to sit at that all. That makes sense. Yeah, it's you like just, just keep chugging. Yeah. And I did you eat all the gel? I did. I like love, energies. I, I love a gummy. I loved <laughs> it was this so it's like what a is it? Gatorade gel protein thing that's in like a tiny it's like airport I mean air like like space, space food. food wait okay yeah what's the texture like related to something it's peanut like, butter wet wet peanut butter cold <laughs> peanut butter cold are we talking like jello yeah thicker than jello yeah what thinner than peanut butter like jam like yeah. you're, smush, you're smashing jam yeah, oh, like airy jam. Airy I do not jam. like it. This does not sound good. No, it was good. It's and to be honest, I think I gained weight training for the marathon because oh, so did I, yeah. I enjoyed these gelatin packs. So <laughs> well, there's like cookies and cream and vanilla. Wow. Listen, you have to eat so much food because you're burning so many calories. Not and as much as I ate, though. I know, but your like it really is hard to tell your body no when you're 
when you are really, when your Saturday run is 20 miles, what the fuck are you supposed to do? You're supposed to eat a housing Parmesan, eggplant Parmesan the night before being like, I've got to, I've got to pack up for tomorrow. (laughs) I don't think I could afford to do a marathon. This sounds expensive in food. (laughs) Yes, you have to. It was, but it's all I had going for. (laughs) I'm glad you did it though, because it, it, it does feel like you needed this. Like, it does feel like this changed things for you. Like, well, I think it like gave me some, I wasn't part of UCB. I wasn't part of the comedy world yet. It was like, I was floating in an abyss of scary. Las Feliz scary. Just being like, I have, I don't know anything about this world at all. Yeah. So it was something to kind of look forward to. Like every week I had this place to be. Yeah, it's communal. Ingrid, I feel like, didn't I meet you playing basketball? And I think you Wait. had like a reputation <laughs> For being good at basketball. No, there's no chance I was. Okay, wait, I do want to take you back. I forgot that I was on the high school rugby team. Whoa, okay. Okay. The fiercest of the sports. Okay, this is crazy. This feels feels equivalent to someone being like, I am not an artist, but I have had a few things at LACMA and not a big deal. (laughs) In high school, I I was in LACMA. Yeah, I'm not good at any of the sports, but that does not stop me from trying. And my confidence has made me the captain of a number of teams, but (laughs) the actual athleticism is very bad. I, it's very bad. I am such a fan of that though. Like really coming (laughs) in so strong that you become a captain of a team that you probably can't even play the sport. Well, is so good. Captain of basketball could not dribble, was on the team for five years, still can't move Walk and dribble. Can't do it. I think that's powerful. So you're telling me that I heard you were good at basketball and you're telling me you are not good at basketball. You heard that I was on a, I, so I started my basketball team because I heard this was happening and I was like, I want to be part of this. So I gathered a few gals together and the gals I happened to ask were all incredible basketball players. I didn't know. I didn't know that when I asked, I just asked one person, then this person joined this person. And then we ended up being one of the top basketball teams. And I was the captain. So I I would always start. I was always on the starting lineup. But guess what? People would be like, I got captain. My number was 99. They'd be like, I'm covering 99. And I'd be like, they don't know. I am so bad. But people would. (laughs) You're like, no need. No need. I am of oh no my. threat to any team here. I love But they'd be like, so I got 99. I was like, you better have 99. <laughs> you better watch out. Wow. What was your team they called? They'd throw the ball. It would hit me in the head. But Wait. like, my team could not kick me off because I created the team. So they were nice to me until like five years later. I was like, guys, I'm going to peacefully leave. I'm holding you back. <laughs> I am very bad at this. <laughs> They were no new friends, right? That was your team. No new oh, friends. Yeah. A Drake yeah. song. Yeah. yeah, great song. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, I am shaken to my core because <laughs> I, I feel yeah. like even didn't you wear high tops? Am I remembering this wrong? We were sponsored by Nike. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yes. Okay. So I. That's you had high tops and so Nike. Well, Frankie spo- and Shaw. A sponsorship. Frankie Shaw was on our team, and she knew somebody who was like PR for Nike. So Nike gave us basketball training shoes. Wow! And we had and Funny or Die sponsored our costumes, otherwise known as uniforms. <laughs> Costumes, yes, Ingrid, yes. <laughs> I mean, in a way, they are costumes, oh no? Well, if you can't play like sports, oh. yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's so funny. And oh so God. then um, we, I looked the part. And you know what? I'm not short. So, like, you would think, okay, maybe she's good. Yeah, she no. She could be I, good. I, I, like, I am, like, <laughs> shaken right now because I, because Frankie was on my team the first year. And we I got, think he's very good. She's so good. And we got no sponsorship by Nike, by the way. She comes oh. to you guys. That's why I, I, I registered. Because when ah. she left and went to you guys, I was like, who are these? Who are these, who are these people? Because I had a good team, too. But I was also not good. Well, you know, I can hold my own in certain circumstances. Yeah. But I'm also tall and right. seem 
now athletic because I was also not as a child. And right. so they would put someone on me also. And my <laughs> game plan was just to run around like a crazy person. And so that their person guarding me would be like, I don't know what play this is. This She's is- crazy <laughs> all over the map. What is this? She's got weird tactics. <laughs> Wait, what number were you, Aaron? Your plan was to outrun them. I have no idea what number I was. I, well, Ingrid I never... was 99. I was I 99 cool after number. the only athlete whose number I knew, which was Wayne Gretzky, a hockey Canadian hockey star. <laughs> That's great, yeah. I'll have to look. I was probably like, I think I was 30. I, I think I thought that was kind of funny because I was like 32 or something. My age was 32. Oh, and I was like, <laughs> they'll never know. That's probably what I thought was funny. You know, I'm yeah. a big funny guy. Uh, God, that is so Basketball funny. Basketball is an amazing sport, though. Yeah, like, I wish I was good at it. It's like romantic. It feels like you're really part of a family. The passing, it's so it's you're it's so communal yeah. like you're truly passing the ball back and forth <laughs> like I feel like other sports are very singular like baseball yeah. it's like this is like fast and everybody's part of it it's so nice it's, and it's to be great. bad at it is truly humiliating <laughs> especially with the, the amount of attention our team got and the amount yeah. of audience who came <laughs> I know fans if you will I think I, Actually yeah. impressed um, by this because here's the thing. I know I wouldn't be good at basketball due to a hundred percent of the things I am. And <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't even dare get on a team because of that. Because I'm like, I just wouldn't be good and I, I have enough I'd be embarrassed. I think it's so cool that you're like, I am not good at this and I still want to do it. To me, that's very impressive. Oh, I think thank it's pr- you. Because I would be too afraid. And like I, I think that's kind of a character defect. Like, I think it's really powerful to like go ahead and just start doing stuff that you might not be good at. Right. It's cool. I think perfectionism is like not my thing. Well, it's obviously like, not like, mine either, but, <laughs> but I just have enough. I, no, but you're saying like you're not good at it, thing. so you don't want to do it. Wait, you, you, you cut I'm out. I'm not worried no, about being say. a perfectionist. I'm just, I'm just deeply worried about humiliating my family. Right. <laughs> Did Ingrid freeze? I think, you know, I, honestly, a I big part Ingrid is like froze, but she froze in wanting like the community happiest. and like seeking it in all different places. Honestly, sports yeah. seems to be an easy way to like make friends. Wait, can you say what that again? Because it like it cut out and then stopped. Will you say that again? I think a lot of my athletic experience is driven by like loneliness and wanting to be part of something. Oh, I mean, like you said the thing with the like Griffith park and like having like a group that you like would show up and run with. And I think that that's really, that's as a personal trainer and as someone that hopes to like do like groups at a certain point, there is something so, um, There's something powerful about like being together, doing something, even if it is you're still just working out yourself or you're just running technically yourself to know that you have like a little community kind of working you through this time is so cool. And something I, I, you know, it makes me want to start a gym, though I am not going to start a gym at this point in my life. It does make me want to because it is special for you. It's, It's cool. I I really fell in love with sports through basketball, even though I was bad, just by that community feel of like, we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. I think like LA and being an artist is such a singular experience and Mm -hmm. it's so like driven by self to have to be forced to think like basketball. You're kind of, you have, your eyes have to be on everyone. You have to know where everyone else is. It's not just you and a ball in a basket. It's like, your team is all there for you and you're there for them. And you kind of have to keep an eye on everyone that it's like, yeah, being part of a team is so cool. And like that is cool. getting better together. You can't just have one person who's great. Like there is the Kobe, but Kobe has a team too. Yeah. That's you gotta really have a shack. Kobe. Yeah. You gotta have a shack. Everyone needs a shack. That's what I say. Yeah, everyone needs a shack. Um, who, who is your Stevie, shack? Were you part of any, were you part of any teams, Stevie? What are you Stevie, who is hey. your shack? <laughs> Ingrid, after what I just told you, do you think I was part of any teams? Um, you know, it's, a, it's very funny, actually. I love that. I love everything you've said about, like, the running and the basketball where, like, all of it's, like, communal-based. 
And it's only something Mm -hmm. I began to appreciate in my older years. I really, I love communal based things now. But as a kid, I'll tell you what, I did only singular activities. I played the violin. I did karate. I did gymnastics. There were no teams involved. There was no one else involved. So my things were very singular and relied on only me to be good at it or not, you know? But Aaron, Aaron, which is also powerful, it is, but it also was like taught me how to like not rely on other people, not rely on a team, you know, and now that I'm learning how to like be more of a team player, which I did get a note from um, a job that I had where I was a makeup artist and um, my boss said that you're not much of a team player. And I was like, honestly, I did not know this was a team sport. However, yeah. (laughs) Also, you were a makeup artist. Yeah. Yeah. In college, I was a makeup artist for Chanel. Whoa, really? I started working. This girl worked for Chanel. I know. I started working really young. Like I was just like, I need a job. Like I, it was, I was like, I've always been a businesswoman in some way. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. (laughs) But all of that to say, I appreciate the community aspect of all the things that you've mentioned, but Aaron's more, Aaron's more of a community guy than I ever have been. Uh, I, I need it. I, it, if, if I can get in a community, I will stay in it. I, you know, probably the church kid in me, the youth group kid in me. I love, mm-hmm. I love, uh, even, uh, doing like comedy. I, I always had a comedy partner and like, I really only ever did like storytelling shows by myself. And even that was like, I was like, Oh, this is why I don't do like stand up because you have to go to shows by yourself. Yeah. That sucks. Really like, late I want at my night. buddy yeah. to come with me. Yeah. Yeah. It's too late. Like, late at night part. Absolutely. I did a not. show the other day that I had to do by myself and I was like begging people to just come with me. Like I was like, just uh, one person, please. And no yeah. one, no one did. And I went and did the show by myself and I did feel stronger afterward. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you can do it. You don't need a, uh, you don't need a buddy, but mm-hmm. it's way more fun with a buddy. So I don't, What's up, Bell Babies? It's Aaron here, interrupting the episode to talk to you guys about one of our new sponsors, Roan. Now, how many of you guys are out there being like, you know, we have long taught women how to take an outfit from day to night, just throw a, a pair of flats in your bag and you could dress up an outfit, dress down an outfit. Like we've been learning how to, how to, how to make one outfit work for any situation our whole life. But guess what? Men's closets, they were due for a radical reinvention. And that is where Roan stepped up to the challenge. Okay. Now they have this commuter collection. It is the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible set of products known to man. Okay. And here's why. Now you're like, Aaron, do you wear men's clothing? And actually, sometimes I do. But I did get this uh, commuter shirt for my husband. I put it on. You know, you got to find out. It was very nice. Uh, but I, this, you know, I have to give him the credit for hooking me up with all of the hot, hot insides. Because let me just tell you, he is able to wear this shirt if we're going to just be around the house. He's able to put it on if he's got a, oops, I got a Zoom call. I got to jump on meeting with important people. Guess what? He's already dressed for it. And if I just suddenly want to make him work out in the middle of the day or at the end of the day or surprise morning, listen, he's ready because this shirt works for everything. Okay. Now, this commuter collection, it is, it offers the world's most comfortable pants dress shirts. They've got quarter zips and polos. So you never have to worry about what to wear when you have this collection. Their mobility truly is everything. So that's why he can kind of work out, be, live his life, be wild and free because it has this comfortable four-way stretch fabric. And this it provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy whatever life is throwing your way because you know things are back and we're going from work to golf to a movie to back to work, you know? So now this other hot, hot, like 
But I think maybe the number one thing that we should be talking about here is gold fusion anti-odor technology. Now, my husband doesn't sweat. He doesn't wear, he doesn't need, he doesn't even wear deodorant, which I don't understand how a person lives. But I, on the other hand, am the exact opposite. So this is what I tested. So I said, let me wear this shirt. I got to see if this is real. And you guys, it actually is real. And I would not tell you that because I usually put deodorant on multiple times a day because this is real. Okay. With this shirt, I did not. I smelled good. Okay. I smelled fresh. This technology is real. You will be smelling fresh and clean all day long. And on top of that, it's also Roan is hundred percent machine washable. So you can ditch the dry cleaner altogether. Now, you guys, the commuter collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to roan.com slash dumbbells and use promo code dumbbells to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to rhone.com slash dumbbells and use code dumbbells. It's time to find your corner office comfort. Wait, I, I have a pitch for you, Aaron. I have a pitch for you. No one else can take this. This is trademarked as of right now. Um, you start doing stand-up, but every one of your shows that you do it at, you always bring an emotional support buddy who does not say anything, who does not say anything, and sits on stage with you right next to you, really close to you. I was, I was going to say, maybe I just get someone from the audience to come up. And every do- time my partnership with me and just be I like, love it. whatever we can find, we riff on. And yeah. And the rules is like, you just have to be like, um, okay. The pitch will be like, you come up from stage and you sit next to me and you have to pretend I'm allowed to pet you. Yeah, I, I can touch you. I can touch you at <laughs> any time I want. And, um, you also have to pretend to know what I'm like. So if I do something, you have to be like, that is very you. That's so you. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Isn't it nice when somebody does know you? Yeah, it's that sweet. Is, I, it's I sweet. do love when somebody's like, that is so you, or that, you, you look so good in that. The yeah, thing that's that I'm not your wearing, color they know. or something. Yeah. It does. There is something particularly like warming about, you're like, wow, I've let people know me so well that they also know like all the things about me, even the bad things. Yeah. Or like what I like. Yeah. And somebody knows what I like without me even telling them. That's yeah. so nice. It's like a quite a, yeah. it's a beautiful love language. Remembering things, details about people, I think is like a love language of its own. Yeah. That's nice. And that's what I'm going to expect from my onstage random. You should expect nothing partner. less. I will I expect nothing great. less than them to know me and to understand who I am at my core. Yeah. But Erin, I think you opening up a gym is a fantastic idea. I do too. I would join. I'd work. You know, I, I, I have work. to say I'm so scared of gyms, but you have made me not afraid of being an athlete. Like I've been oh. training with you on and off for what, a couple of years now. And, yeah. you know, I, I think I was like very lucky in that just like my basic genetics, I didn't have like any sort of disordered eating growing up or I had a healthy relationship with my body. And so um, I just, I never like went to the gym. I didn't feel a need for it or whatever. Anyway, um, and you know my story about sports. So I felt like I wasn't a sport person. So I just kind of never touched weights. And I kind of, the longer I didn't touch weights, the more intimidated I got by it. Mm. And so now I'm well into my thirties and I started with you again in the trajectory of like, well, I'll try anything. And you've (laughs) made it so fun. And I feel like when we do the, uh, whatever those are called, (laughs) what are those called? Squat to press. Squat to press. Squat to press. We love it. Yeah. Squat to raise the roof. Squat to raise the roof. I've gotten so much stronger and we've had so much fun. That's pretty cool. So I would love for you to be that in a community in-person space called Aaron's. Aaron's Aaron's gym is the big title. Yep. Aaron's gym. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big title here, folks. Aaron's (laughs) gym. Pretty creative. Um, Maybe too creative. (laughs) 
It does roll off the tongue. Yeah, Aaron's gym. Yeah, Aaron's gym. Come on in. Um, no, I, I. Well, one, I appreciate that. And you are Ingrid. Like, so you know, everyone. I started training right before the pandemic. Pandemic hit, and then most. I had like one client that would put on music, but. Th- but Ingrid plays music like so fiercely, at least in the, the first round you play, you would put on like some crazy, like fun, loud music. And I'd be like, okay, turn it down just for one second. Cause I got to explain to you a couple things. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I get it. And I'm like, no, 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 no turn it down. She's <laughs> like, what? Are you like, you're legit made to do sports and you're everything about you is made to do sports. You're like loud music. Let's get pumped up. And then you're like, I'm not athletic, but you seriously are. See, it's in my genes, I guess, like from this athletic family, but they took it, stole it from me. But I guess it comes by honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, first of all, you told me to put music on. Did you not? I no, thought I was like, that you, was an instruction. I, I said, I, I like in, in the beginning of all of like with everybody, I was like, I'm not gonna like it's it's hard I'm for me. I'm not gonna me. sing to you. So I'm not, I'm not gonna sing. I might hum or <laughs> rap if I'm feeling fun. Um yeah. but no I, I was I just said like if you wanna play music, please do. I just can't play it through my computer. It's too much like craziness going on. And so most people were like, no, I'm fine. They just work out and they'll talk or or just listen to the sound of them breathing. <laughs> okay. Who does but, that? I talk from yeah, start. Name names. I start to, I talk from literally start to finish when we work out. I'm like, Aaron, okay, here's what happened this week. This person <laughs> fell down the stairs. I'm like, I'm dead serious. I'm like, I can't shut up. It's inc- yeah. I can't even believe you listen to music. I didn't know that was an option. Nobody said that to me. This is Sorry, blowing CB. my mind. I thought every time I just wanted to gab that I was doing something weird and should have been putting the music on. No, I, but I was the one not only putting music on. Ingrid, I use it as a literal gossip session about my own life. I talk for thirty minutes straight. <laughs> so you use it as a therapy session. Yeah, is she talking back, or you're just talking at she's her, and she's like barely Four more. talking back. She barely- three more. Yeah, three more. I'm counting over she here. She does you talk back. Yeah, she will say it's time to do squats. Why are you sitting down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She will say, no, nice you guys- try. Nice try. <laughs> well, you should put on Lizzo. Lizzo? Rizzo. Lizzo. Lizzo? Absolutely Lizzo, not Rizzo's Rizzo. Grease. Never- yeah. Lizzo's Grease. Yeah. Lizzo's music. Um, okay, yeah. I'll try Lizzo next time, and I will actually see – Maybe I'll like zoom you in and just see if it was working. Yeah. It was the birthday song on my birthday and we had fun. It was, that was such a fun, I realized I still have all those videos on my phone. I was like, am I weird? I guess here we are. You have to send them to me. Oh no, I posted that. I think I did. I think I did. Yeah. But no, that, that was really fun. That birthday song of Lizzo's is, it makes working out so fun. I will say that. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys have heard the new flowers song. Oh, by my, we've talked about by it. Miley Cyrus. Yeah, great work. You said song. you liked her walking up or her working out. Oh no, we talked. You t- talked about her body. You said everyone's talking about her body. Yes, and I, I talk- said everyone yeah. was talking about her body in the new Flowers music video. How come? Yeah, what's up? I don't know anything because um, it looks great. I guess it looks right? great is what I've heard people say. I'm gonna look. Would um, you not say that yourself? I try to stay away from those kinds of conversations like um you know what i have noticed that actually i like to because she does not tell you you look good which is good because then you don't expect it like then it's like if you look bad you're not gonna you're not gonna tell me i look good or bad well that's not not, gonna tell me what i look like you look consistently good so it's not really necessary (laughs) but yeah, you but know, here's, if somebody like my mother likes to tell you when you look good. So if you're not looking good, she's going to very obviously not say that. So, you know, when you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if your personal trainer is not like, damn, your ass looks great. And then the next time she doesn't say that, then you're like, my ass probably doesn't look great. Yeah. Is there so it's best not to say anything. Yeah. Is there something behind that, Aaron? Like, is there a reason? Oh, wow. Yes. Thank you for asking. Yeah. I, I have really seen recently on like an uptick in like people talking about like 
when I was getting like praised for the way I looked, I was in like a disordered space with food or fitness. And that kind of rings true for my own life. And like when I was working out really intensely and probably not eating enough, like I wouldn't say I was like headed to disaster at that point, but I had a good like lean look where you could see my muscles. And now that I have gained body fat, I don't get as many compliments and it makes me feel like, oh shit, I have to go back. I have to go back. And that mindset is going to destroy me if I stay mm-hmm. in that. And so for me, I if if someone is like feeling strong, I would I want to support that feeling. I want to get more of that. If someone is feeling like they look good, I want to be there for that. I don't want to be the voice that motivates for what your aesthetics are. I want you to be, I want you to leave working with me and feel strong, accomplished. And like, you can, like, you can like take anything on because your body is going to ebb and flow for good or for bad forever, for always. I'm, I have seen that in my own life. I've seen that in my husband's life. I've seen that in my clients. And so for me, when someone's like, look at Miley's body, look at this thing. And I'm like, I I guess we can do it because she's famous and that like she is wearing this bikini and doing a workout. I guess Mm -hmm. like all signs point to let's talk about it. And even Stanger and I want to do the workout that she's doing in the video because it is to me hilarious. Um, But I like talking about someone's body is like, even if it looks strong, I don't know what it really, I don't know yeah. what's going on. Mm-hmm. So that's a long, that's, I have a lot of feelings about that. And um, so thank yeah. you, Stevie, for asking me. I think that's really powerful. Yeah, me too. I have a lot of feelings about it too, as you know, Aaron. So that like, I like that. I've, I have to notice also that what you do in the beginning and like for anyone listening, both Ingrid and I train with Aaron, but um, that's not what we're here. That's not what we're doing the podcast, but it is a <laughs> byproduct of our lovely, lovely life. Um, mm-hmm. I have noticed every time we train before we start anything, you ask me, how's my body feeling? And I freaking love that because yeah. if it is feeling strong, I can say I feel really strong. Like it helps you get in touch with how you feel rather than how you look. You've never been like, how is your body looking? You just are like, how's your body feeling? And that's a very cool place to be because it, it gets you in touch with like the things that matter versus, you know, the things that don't. Yeah. yeah and I feel like the caricature of a personal trainer in my mind is very aesthetic based and yeah. is like, get your ass up, move your ass. Let's see those glutes, you know? And like, <laughs> yeah. that's my, I have, that, yeah, what I have yelled that at you. I will, I have yelled. Yeah. Get my ass up. Get your ass up. Uh, let's get see it those down, glutes. get it up. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it is really powerful. And yeah, I, she does ask me that as well. And that is really nice. It is, yeah. Right? I'll be like, my back really hurts. Yeah. <laughs> like, Lifting a baby is very, hurts my back. So let's work on that or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. Well, I think when people, um, for me, no one has ever asked like how my body felt before making me work out. (laughs) And I think that that question to me helps me as a personal trainer guide how the day goes. If, especially for like, um, you know, people born female, we have like a cycle that like goes and really does put our body through the ringer at different Mm -hmm. points. And I do Mm -hmm. think it's important to check in before I start making you do, or, you know, asking you to do anything I want to know and be able to adjust for how your body feels. Cause for the most part, you know, people are like, ah, I feel fine. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah. I mean it. Like you tell me, cause this is your chance to kind of weigh in on yeah. like how, how this session is going to go in. So I like, for me, I, I, I hope I ask all my clients that at the beginning. Um, it I think sounds I do. two out of two right now. hundred <laughs> percent. That's a hundred percent. I'm not a math guy, but I know that's a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, like it, it, now that I'm realizing that that's what you've said, it has been really helpful because 
you know, we started working out after I gave birth to my daughter and I had a C emergency C-section and I was not able to move my body in the way that I have for my entire life mm -hmm. in the same way for so long. And so my body has really changed. And to at least once a week, get in touch with how my body feels and with you, you know, to be like, mm -hmm. how does it feel? Yeah. Has been so helpful in the recovery and to kind of feel like I have my body back to me yeah. for so long. It was not mine, you know? I mean, it was, yeah. but it was also like housing a person. Well, I think that's Which what's so, so powerful. Crazy. Yeah, it is. It's so wild. But I think that's what's so powerful about it is that it's like, even if that question, Aaron, is for you to gauge what to do for the workout, what it makes us feel is taken care of and we get to check in with ourselves. And so it's like kind of this win-win where it's like, yeah. How would you know you made, if you were not working out with Aaron or working out with a trainer who asked you that and you were recovering from essentially a, a, a surgery, right? Ingrid, like that's a big surgery. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like, how would you even know to appreciate the progress your body's made if you weren't checking in weekly? Like, I think a lot mm -hmm. of the time, if we don't check in and we, if we don't notice things, we don't also notice the, like, you don't wake up one day and go, Oh, I feel better. You know what I mean? Like it's right. that nice thing of checking in. So you kind of understand your own body better. Yeah. And to be like, one of the huge things is like standing up and sitting down. That was so hard for a while because of that surgery yeah. and your legs and glutes feel like they kind of like turn to mush. And then to be able to say to Aaron after like, a, you know, whatever months that we've been working together, being like, I'm lifting the baby and like bending down and getting back up in a way that I could not when we first started working together is so cool. Cause it's like, oh, I can actually think about it when you ask me that because the world is spinning around and I don't think about it yeah. sure. any other time that I have this like second to be like, you know what? Actually, I can sit up and stand up with no help yeah. at all this week. Wow. Well, <laughs> oh, cool. And to be fair, too, I feel like the workout industry overall, it's it's very rarely focused on how you feel and it's just focused on how you look. So it's the first time yeah. in the history, and I've worked out my entire life starting at 14 with a personal trainer. I've never been asked how I felt until working out with Aaron. I've also never liked working you out. You had a personal trainer at 14? Yeah, I told Aaron this a lot. Yeah, I had a tr personal trainer at 14. Yeah. Can you talk more about that? Well. <laughs> you can go back and listen to episode yeah, 254. Okay. To, no, I'm just kidding. I'm like, you have to Okay, get, wait, you did you, done. like, your parents were like, you should get a, like, we have money to give you, I, I, I need to know the world. I'll give you, like, one in. sentence, okay? One full yeah. sentence that will explain everything. <laughs> I did beauty pageants. Ah. Uh. <laughs> it's the darkest thing you could say out loud on any <laughs> podcast, but... <laughs> Here I am being truthful and have you written about this? Humble. No, 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 no. I'd said this is what There's I will call locked. uh <laughs> yeah, this is what I would call repressed memories. Um, wow. No, this I did is very good comedy. I, yeah, I it's think. insane. It's an insane thing. But yeah, I used to do beauty pageants and um so I've been working out a long time. I've been really honing, I've been really honing that in. Yeah. Wow. That we could do a whole ep I mean, you probably did do a whole episode on that. But I don't yeah, that, I don't remember. That's we a didn't real stay like too world. Because again, repressed. It's a real yeah, it's a real yeah. dark it's a dark world. I think now my new theory on beauty pageants is we've replaced beauty pageants with dating love dating shows and it's the same thing. It's the same idea. Oh, interesting. I, I feel, honestly, my heart hurts about a bit thinking about 14-year-old Stevie having to think about her own reflection yeah, with it's, such it's sad. intensity. Yeah, it's a sad, it's... Um, and to win. Yeah. For it to be judged and to win. That, yeah, and for your body to be judged at such a young age too, you know? Like, it's a very, it's a very weird thing. It's something... Um, nobody made me do them or anything. It was not forced. Um, but in retrospect, uh, I wish I wasn't allowed to do them. And I wish, um, you know, it, it's not something I would recommend, you know, um, yeah. for anyone. And I, I do not in some, but I will say this, the one thing that came from it, 
was I was so painfully. I found out I was very pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I found out at a really young age I was hot as shit. So. <laughs> the one know. thing that came out of it was that. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, like the one thing that came from it is 45 year old men liking, you know, a 14 year old's boobs. It's fine. Not illegal. Oh, not, God. Not illegal. Oh, God. Um, no, I'm kidding. Oh, um, but no, the You're one thing. You're probably not kidding. It, and that's why it's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. probably not. Like, who knows? But. Um, is I was so painfully shy and it did bring me out of my shell. And in some ways, I think I would have been a very different person had I not done it. Um, but mm-hmm. also in some ways, I, it probably sent me back like 20 years. Like, I feel like I am now more myself than ever. But enough about me. No, enough no. about me. <laughs> I can't. That is so interesting. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. Well, Ingrid, you have a baby. Your and I'm going to put her in some beauty pageants. She's hot as shit. Yeah. What I was going to ask, what I was going to ask is you had a baby. And obviously the next obvious question is, is she an athlete? Or is she, she a creative? She can do tummy time. She can do tummy time. Like, and she pushes up and I'm going, yeah, one more time. One more push up. Give me three more, babe. Let me see those glutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. A lot of babies, She's, look, I don't know much about babies, but I hear they don't love tummy time. So she likes it. She's athletic, creative. She's cool. She's going to be whatever she wants to be. And I, my job is to see her and to encourage who she wants to be. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. And that's my job for you both as your trainer. You're, to be <laughs> honest, yes. you're actually my mommy. <laughs> I'm your mom. I'm sorry to tell you on a podcast, but I'm your mom. I know. Yeah. Uh, well, You're Ingrid, where can people find you? How can people hunt you down? My see address is to? 24. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go on. Um, Man, I can't me, believe you really started your... Find me on Instagram. Your, your real find me. DM me on Instagram, at Ingrid Haas. I'm mostly on TikTok now, not providing anybody with content, but I am of wire, and boy, do I love that app. Wow. 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 I'm the same with TikTok. I'm the same. I look up when I travel, I look up all the suggestions on TikTok. It is the best. It is the best version of Google. It is like an interactive version. And it's, I had a great time in Italy because of that app. I found so much cool stuff. Not kidding. I am shaking. I I totally no recipes. The I'm cooking straight from TikTok. Yeah. (sighs) Baby, anything to do with Child development, yeah. TikTok. Yes, okay. me too. All right, <laughs> being a, learning to be a stepmom, TikTok. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm. I. I do. I have an account. You wait, Aaron. Your gym has to start on TikTok. Oh, it's so Aaron's gym. It's so hard. I made like three videos. One was like day two of the pandemic, uh, and then Just I think crying. maybe I have one or two more. Okay, look, um, you don't got to make anything. That's my rule. You don't have to make anything. Just look around. I know, but I feel like I should make stuff. But I also like, there's so much fitness content on Instagram. And, and there's, I'm like, there's... But no one's funny. Like this, no one's funny. You're funny I, and you do fitness. I know, but I'm barely funny anymore. I'm barely funny. That's guys. incorrect. That's not- Honestly, that is what a funny person would say. That's very funny. <laughs> crap true um, no we'll just well, make some look Aaron we'll, I'll come over we're gonna make some dry yeah dry, we'll be your models we're gonna make some yeah. Dry, yeah we'll be your models we'll make some dry ass comedy fitness videos and we'll just see if TikTok likes them no big deal if they don't I okay. haven't actually explored fitness talk me neither I will and I'll send you notes I just think there's a lot of girls with with the pants that kind of go like the workout pants that go up the butt. The crack. Amazon uh, ask pants. I and looked into them. I go, they're scary. TikTok's telling me I need these pants. Do I need these pants? No. And I don't need those pants. I'll tell you what. You put ruching on anything. I'm out. Count me out. <laughs> I don't care what it does for my butt. I don't care what it does for my body. Take that ruching off. No ruffles. No yeah. ruching. Yes. No. Yes. Ruffles, no ruching. Fuck, yes. man. I can't. So, so that's I. That's why I, I'm like I don't have enough outfits. I don't. I don't care All right. about outfits. Hey, you do actually. You have so many outfits. Actually, no, but like, I don't have like Instagram outfit. You know what I mean? Like I have black no. pants and I have 
a black sports Okay, I need, Aaron, this is what I need from you. I need some Ingrid 10 years ago energy for Aaron on TikTok. Okay, some Ingrid basketball marathon running energy. Also, first of all, I'll say this. Do not try and fit into the trends of TikTok as TikTok as the trend thing is not interesting. What makes TikTok interesting is when people do what they are good at. And you are really good at what you do and the specific version of what you do. That's what we need. We do not need more people in those ruched pants with ruffled bras. We need you. Also, more power to them. <laughs> if they like that, they're good for them. Um, yeah. But we need you to do what you do. And what you do is very funny and very enjoyable. Yes. So that's what we need. You don't need to fit into yes. that. Yes. Okay. Thanks. Golf clap. Golf clap. You are enough. You're enough. <laughs> and we love you. <laughs> And where can we find you on TikTok, Aaron? Yeah. I don't remember the handle, but um, it's in there. Aaron's, at, at Aaron's at, gym. At yeah. Aaron's gym at gmail.com. Relatable fitness backslash. <laughs> we're going to work on it. Yeah. It it's works. complicated. Um, Stevie, where can people find you online oh. if they're trying? Well, okay. Um, they can find me on, you know, I'm barely on anything at, uh, lately, but everything is at, brag. I, I know Yo, that's a super man. brag. I'm too good for the internet. Um, I'm pretty healthy relationship with social media. So. And you're trying to get me to do more TikToks, I'm and a you're hype getting man. off. I'm a hype man who doesn't like being online. What do you want <laughs> from me? Okay, um, all right. You can find me on at I am Stevie Nelson. I'm on there about twice a week. Uh, don't DM me. Uh, don't comment on anything I do. Uh, don't hit Unless the smash dogs. or like buttons. <laughs> what? <laughs> Unless it's dogs. I do post a lot about my Are dogs. you really only online twice a week? Ingrid, I have a regimen of, um, I go online Tuesday and Saturday for five minutes a day. Yeah. Is so- that the only time you post? Yes. <gasps> you'll notice it now wow. you'll notice it now I, I've taken a bow out it was, I started noticing it was just making me feel real bad and then I, I made a little I made some boundaries for myself and so far I'll say it's been real nice so you haven't been on anything online today social media wise not Saturday I can't so I don't email on Sunday and CV only Instagrams on, on Saturday uh, what don't I do um you know what? Hmm. I pause before reacting to things. I love that. And you know what? I had some conflict this week and I paused. That's, so I have wonderful. stuff too. That's a real yeah, out girl moment, I think. That's, that <laughs> is enough for the whole month, honestly. Most, Pretty good. Most people have no but idea I'm gonna how to try do the, I'm going to try the Instagram. I don't know if it's twice a week, but te- I feel terrible. Every time I look, I go... I've got no career. My my marriage is falling apart. Yeah. Clearly, have you seen their love story? Yeah. Um, <laughs> my baby. <laughs> my baby's not an athlete enough. You know, I would recommend. I read this book, and I'll attribute it to this. I read this book called Digital Minimalism, and that's what inspired the boundaries and stuff. It wasn't my own doing. I'm not that smart, but it did. It was. It's very helpful, and it has created a nice relationship around it, where it leaves space for things I actually want to do, like for example, pottery class. Yes. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Cute. Um, All right. This is very cool. Um, I do want to say before we wrap this up, in case people are wondering, Stevie and Ingrid both work out with me one time a week, 30 minutes, and they see results. And I think so many people can get so bogged down at the thought of fitness has to be all or nothing. And I think you guys are both great examples of people that, you don't have a shit ton of time to just be working out constantly. And even that 30 minutes can sometimes feel like it goes so fast or it's not enough, but you guys still have stuck with it. And it's not, a. it's, you can still get results. It doesn't have to take over your whole life. And I just, before yeah. we ended this episode, I wanted to say that because the way you guys make it sound is like, you guys are going like ham, which is good. You didn't make it sound like that in a bad way. I'm just saying like, you people want, I want to give them the context of like, you're seeing results in your body and not putting like this whole like crazy schedule on it. Yeah. And right. You do feel like when you start working out with a personal trainer, there was some sort of like, you got to do it three to At five least. times a week, yeah. 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. You got to eat these, this amount or you're not going to see gains. 
Right. Yeah. And it's not that. Yeah. And it's like, and in the past when I've had personal trainers, the thing was, even if you only work out once a week, you have homework where you're supposed to do it two other times or something like that. And honestly, I will say this, I've worked out with Aaron for probably like two and a half years straight now where we pretty much meet once a week. I've never done it on my own. I only do weights once a week for 30 minutes a week with Aaron. And that's that plus like fun other things I do like walking and stuff like that is the only workout I do. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love walking Me too. It's enjoyable. Yes. You are my weight training. You are my weight yeah. training. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah. And it's fun. Woo. It does feel good every time we finish. Sometimes yeah. I go, I don't want to go. And then I go and I go, I was so happy I did that. <laughs> me too. Me too. Almost every time for me, I'm like, I don't want to do that because that isn't what I want to do. And then when I'm there, I'm like, here's the hot gossip. I love working out. And then I, and then I love my day after that because endorphins, baby. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. All right. You guys want to help do the sign off? Yeah. Okay. So I'm yes. going to be like, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm going to say, reminding everyone out there to train dirty. And then Stevie, you can say eat clean. And then Ingrid, you can say and live in between. Okay. Oh, great. And then we'll be like, bye. Okay. All right. You guys, on behalf of Stevie, Ingrid, Stanger, wherever you are in the world, and me, we are the dumbbells. We'd like to remind everybody out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and everything in between, and live in between, baby. <laughs> Can we do it? It's okay. The, you want to take it again? again? I want. Yeah, and I live would like in to between. do a creative spin on it. Can we try it again? Okay. Live in between and live in between and live in between. Okay, here we go. Ready. On behalf of Stevie Nelson, Ingrid Haas, Ryan Stanger, wherever he is. And Aaron McGowan, we'd like to remind everybody out there listening to train dirty. Eat like a queen. And live in between. <laughs> yes. Take Sorry. two is perfect. I had to. I love it. We love you. This is very fun. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>